0: Hey, Assalamu alaikum. Welcome to this week's episode of The Courtship Code brought to you by Black Muslim Single Society and hosted by me, Zara J. Hope you guys are having a wonderful morning, great afternoon, or a lovely evening wherever you are in the world when you are listening to this week's episode of The Courtship Code. As always, make sure that you are hitting that favorite button if you are listening on Anchor or if you are checking out our YouTube channel that you can go ahead and hit that subscribe button so you can have all the updates and notifications whenever we send out a new episode. Also, don't forget to shoot us an email, leave us a comment, you know, whatever you want to comment about, whatever, if it's a topic, if it's something on topic, if it's a suggestion that you would like to make, send send us a comment. We love to hear some feedback from you and to keep the conversation going. Make sure, as always, that you are visiting us at BlackMuslimSingleSociety.com. Put your profile in our system so that we know that you're single, you're available, what you're looking for. We are always looking for matches all over the country, and we appreciate all the support. We appreciate the growing network and everything that you guys are a part of with Black Muslim Single Society. We absolutely could not function, could not set up matches, could not do anything without the support of the Muslim community and without the support of you guys. So thank you so much for being a part of Black Muslim Single Society. And if you're not, hey, it's never too late. It's almost the end of 2018. We're coming into a new year with new mindsets, new mentality. So make sure that you go ahead and take advantage of that two eighteen offer that we have on our website where you and a friend can join at a 25% discounted price of the calls that it would typically take, um, that it would typically cost for two profiles. So you'll be saving 25%. So make sure you and a friend uh, join where it'll only be $57 for you and a friend to join versus the usual $78. So go ahead and take advantage of that special offer and get your profile in the system go to our instagram page at black muslim single society um and go ahead and check out what we have going on whether it's matches that we're looking for we always post um, some of the important matches that we're looking for at this time, we will post them in our Instagram stories. Make sure that you check out our Instagram page for any specials or anything that we have going on. Last week, we had a contest and a giveaway for the book, Let's Fight About Money by Chelsea and Martin Matthews. And we did have a contest winner. Woo! Woo-woo! Congratulations to Hamila, who won that a copy of the book and she should be getting that in the mail any day now a signed copy of the book let's fight about money so if you haven't had an opportunity to purchase that site uh martin who's one of the authors he actually suggested to go to their website and let me get that website for you because he actually said it's a lot uh cheaper to go on the website versus amazon to uh purchase the book and they will sign the copy of that book and if you didn't get a chance to check out that episode simply check out um our previous episode to um to hear more about why you should check out the book let's fight about money and how to communicate that um communicate money issues and different things uh mindsets around money with your partner so you can go to their website let me see if i can find that website for you you know what? I don't know. <laughs> I don't have the website on hand, but what I will do is um, in the description box, I will make sure to link it, whether it's the description box on Instagram. I mean, sorry, not on Instagram, on YouTube or the description box on Anchor. I will be sure to include that so you guys can go straight to the website. And actually, you're saving like a significant amount of money from purchasing it on the website versus purchasing it on Amazon. So I'll make sure that I have that link so you can check the book out for you or a friend or a partner or whoever, even a married couple. Um, If you're already married and you're checking this out or you would like to get married, um, it's a great book for conversation purposes around money. So this week's episode, episode 13, I believe, 14? It might be 14. I'll put. I'll make sure it's correct. <laughs> but uh, for this week's episode, we are going to be talking about how to deal with ghosting. How to deal with ghosting. So make sure that you are tuned in, whether you're listening in your car, at work, or at home from your phone or your PC. And let's go ahead and get into the topic. So first of all, what is ghosting? You know, how do you deal with it? What is what is this issue of ghosting? Um. It's it's something that's a very uncomfortable subject because many people have gone through it. Or you might be the ghoster. You might be the person doing the ghosting. And if you are the person that's doing the ghosting, I need you to stop it right now because <laughs> it's it's really it's really a damaging um, thing to do to someone, and it's really inconsiderate. But if you are the ghoster or you are the one that's getting ghosted, you're gonna wanna listen to this episode and take some notes on what to do about it, how to deal with it so that you are in a healthy place to continue your next courtship or your next relationship and learn how to move forward from a positive state. So let's go ahead and get into it. Now, some of you may be like me and um, are familiar with the term ghosting or maybe you just recently started hearing the term ghosting so you're probably like what is ghosting what is that or what is that <laughs> but um ghosting is a term that i became familiar with maybe within the last year or two i would say probably about the last two years um really digging into, you know, the relationship industry and the matchmaking industry and hearing the term ghosting or being ghosted, um, used quite often. And it is actually has become something that is more common than you may even realize, um, you know, historically, if you want to use that term, you know, we would just say the person never called back. You never heard from the person again. They kind of just disappeared. But that's basically for those of you who aren't familiar with the term ghosting, what ghosting is. Ghosting is essentially when someone turns into a ghost on you. You know, you don't see them anymore. They just totally disappear. They stop calling. And this is something, like I said, that's becoming more common, which is really unfortunate because it shows a uh, depletion in our social skills and our ability to communicate as people, you know, that could be due to um, using social media and other forms of communication where we're behind our computers or in our phones most of the time. We don't have as many interpersonal skills as we may have had some years ago. But with the depletion of that has become has come a um, increase of ghosting, narcissism and a lot of other really ugly social characteristics. So I wanted to talk to you guys today about how to deal with ghosting. You know, if you are the ghoster, you are a person who you decide that you're no longer interested or maybe you have some stuff going on in your life that you don't know how to communicate that, then you just stop calling the person. You just stop talking to the person. You just stop texting the person with no real explanation of what occurred. Um, You know, if you are that person, I would highly suggest for you to stop that behavior. Just stop that behavior. It's a really ugly and immature behavior. You know, a lot of times the confusion happens and the hurt occurs. Um, when it comes to ghosting is because typically it comes out of the blue. It's usually when there's a breakdown of communication or a breakdown in the relationship or the courtship, um, you know that. So you have an idea of why this person is not talking to you or why this person is not responding to your text messages. But with ghosting, what makes it so devastating to many men and women is the fact that usually it occurs out of the blue. When you're having a good time with this person, you've had good conversations, good communication with this person. Maybe you've even had the pleasure of being able to spend some time around that person and you thought everything was going well. Then all of a sudden this person just disappears, they stop calling, they stop texting, they stop responding to your texts and you never had any explanation of what went down, you know, what happened? Did something happen in their personal life? Did they just decide that they weren't interested? Did they move on to someone else? It just leaves so many questions, but strikes up so many insecurities And like I said, that's very traumatic and very devastating. And for some people, that leaves such a scar and such a bad taste that they no longer want to pursue courtship with anyone else. They no longer um, want to, you know, open themselves up to knowing someone because they're dealing with the devastation of that breakdown. And we're going to tap into what exactly is devastating about that even more. But, you know, if you are that person who... Just decide to just stop communicating with someone because you find it easier than telling them the real reason why you don't want to talk to them or the real reason why you don't want to continue pursuing things with them. Um, I'm going to ask you to, you know, grow up a little bit, <laughs> you know, and and deal with. That problem because if you're having trouble communicating your real feelings or you know dealing with the complexity of um, conflict or hardships, if you're having trouble with that now in courtship or even before it's officially a courtship, if you're having trouble doing that, then you're going to have trouble doing that in a marriage too. And it's only going to be worse if you are actually married to someone and you can't actually deal with conflict and communicate your issues and your problems or let them know what's really going on in your life. Or maybe if you're dealing with a lot of stress from work or family and you just totally shut down and shut that person out and that'll hurt your spouse as well. So I would highly suggest that you seek some type of help um, to understand whether that, that could be you know formal or informal help. Help um, to understand how to better communicate, you know, if you're no longer interested or letting that person know, just so that person can have that closure. Because it's just it's just the right thing to do. And I know some of you are thinking, Muslims ghosting, Muslims don't ghost people because we have enough morale and <laughs> good character to not do something like that to someone, but uh yeah, it happens so. <laughs> Um, make sure that you are still conducting yourself with great morality and you know the utmost character that you can present, and that you treat someone with kindness and how you want to be respected and treated. So here we go. So seven seven tips for dealing with ghosting. So you did get ghosted, right? You really liked this person, you had a great time with them, or you've been having great communication and conversations with them, you thought everything was going well, you thought things were going forward, you were super excited about them, and all of a sudden this person has just disappeared out of your life, no explanation, no phone call, they're not answering your text message, they're not answering your calls, they're, or let's say they're, all of a sudden they're busy, they're busy, they're busy, they're not letting you know what's really going on, and you just know that this person is just fading from your life what to do. So the first thing that I want to share with you is that you need to understand that this is not about you. Okay. It's not about you and that they may be dealing with some emotional immaturity, maybe some immaturity around communication, but Their intention to ghost you and to disappear on you and to not really let you know what's really going on, whether it's about you or something in their personal life, how they decide to communicate that is not about you. It's solely about them. Okay, so it's important to not take that personal and it's hard not to take it personal because this is impacting you and you're a person, right? So how can you not take it personally? But you're going to have to push yourself to not take it personally because how someone else communicates usually comes from their past history. It could come from their childhood. It comes from their past experiences. It didn't just show up because of you. You know, they're community or um, community, their ability or inability to communicate certain things, whether they're good things or bad things, did not just occur when you arrived in their life. You know, these things happen over time and communication habits are developed over time and they're broken over time. So you have to first understand in order to take some of that weight off of your shoulder, some of that pressure, some of that stress and devastation is to understand that it's really not about you. This is about them, okay? Number two, the second thing that I want you to understand is that your hurt is built around the fantasy of that person and what it could have been. And really think about that for a moment. Typically, when you are ghosted by someone, um, typically, not always, but most of the time when you're ghosted by someone, it's someone that you haven't really built a deep relationship with. You haven't built um, a deep understanding. You might think that you have. You may have thought that you bonded well, that you felt really good about this person. And you may have thought that you had a great connection with this person. Like I said, maybe you've spent time with them. And you felt like, you know, wow, like this is awesome. It's amazing. You know, I can totally see myself in a relationship with this person. I can totally see myself married to this person or in love with this person. Maybe you're thinking so far down the line and you're like, we would make beautiful babies and this would be so awesome. And right. You're all wrapped up into the fantasy of what it could be with that person or the fantasy of who you think that person is. But clearly, this person of high character, this husband or wife material that you thought this person was, once they decide to ghost you, you realize that who you thought they were or who you thought they could be just wasn't that. Maybe you fantasized about the relationship and the connection being a lot deeper than it actually was. Maybe it meant a lot to you. Maybe you've really felt connected to them and really into them, but clearly they didn't feel that same way about you. And that's okay. It's okay. They're not entitled to, you know, you're not entitled to their love and to their devotion and to their interest. You're just not, you know, but for whatever reason, this person didn't feel as connected to you. They may have enjoyed the moments you shared, but for them, it may not have been as deep for on their end as it was on your end. So you have to acknowledge the fact that, you know, part of the reason why that ghosting occurred was because you have a fantasy image of who they are and what it could have been, and that they just weren't there. They they didn't feel the same way. They didn't see you the same way, or else they would give you a lot more love, respect, and consideration. And that's a hard pill to swallow. It's a hard pill to swallow. I know it probably hurts that you, you know, got so ahead of yourself and now you want to put up your guard and, like, you know, I'm going to take my time. I'm not going to do this next time. I'm not going to do that. And some of that may be true. Maybe next time you do need to proceed with a little bit more caution and to give it a little bit more time to make sure that this person is showing up for you the way that you want to show up for them. But don't let that jade you. Don't let that, you know, ruin your chances of love in the future because you got a little bit ahead of yourself or because you thought that it was more to the picture than what it was. It happens. Sometimes people fake it till you make it. And that just goes right back to number one, that it's not about you. This is about them. When someone communicates in that type of way, it's really about them. It has nothing to do with you. Um, Number three, you want to acknowledge the hurt, right? It's okay to be hurt. It's okay to be upset. You know, you can call your girlfriends or your guy friends or talk to someone who you're close to and let them know, wow, like that really hurt me. It bothered me. You're allowed to heal from that hurt. You know, you don't have to jump right into the next situation. You can acknowledge the fact that that really hurt you. Take some time to to, to really soak in that. And take in and deal with it. Cry it out if you have to. I'm a big crier. You might not think that. I am a huge, I will cry at the drop of a dime. So (laughs) if you need to cry your feelings out, if you need to let it out, just go ahead and let it out. You know, journal it out. Whatever it is that you need to do to acknowledge the fact that that person hurt you and that, you know, it doesn't feel good and and that it really bothers you. And it's okay to be hurt. You don't have to soldier on. You don't have to act like it never happened. You're allowed to be hurt by that and give yourself time to heal from it. Like that's perfectly okay. And it's normal. Healing is a part of life. It's a natural part of life. Number four, refocus on yourself. Refocus on yourself. And this goes back to the three M's, the three M's that I love and that I actually implement in my life on a regular basis, which is mindfulness meditation and movement. Mindfulness meditation and movement. So, you know, focus on your mindfulness, focus on your mental state, right? Your clarity, you know, getting your, your mental state really, you know, strong and clear and um, you can do that through meditation, which is something that I do on the daily basis. I have to meditate every morning, um, sometimes throughout the day as well. But do some meditation. Focus on clearing your thoughts. You know, when those moments of anxiety or hurt or or um, sadness come to you, you know, spend some time getting your mind together. Spend some time in meditation. And the last thing was movement. You know go get out into the world work out dance you know do something that makes your body feel good when you when you're treating your body that way when you're in that that flowing state of movement movement it's a lot easier for you to refocus your mind and to get your yourself feeling good about what's going on in your life and refocusing on yourself. Put that focus back on yourself and take the focus off of them. A lot of times when you experience ghosting, you really dwell in that and dwell on what that person has done and you feel really miserable. But some of the reason why you're so hurt when that person disappeared may have been because you were really wrapped up into that person as well. you were really wrapped up into the fantasy and the idea of them so you want to refocus and put that attention back on you number five is to learn to let it go let it go this person is gone this person did not respect you they did not care you know let it go forgive them forgive the situation and be at peace with it don't walk around bitter because of it, don't walk around angry towards them. You know, just let it go. Whatever they had going on in their life, or inside their heart, or inside their mind that made them move that way, just let it go. You know, you don't need to uh, walk around with that burden uh, and 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 continuing to think about it, continuing to fear that happening again wondering, you know, what's going on or why they did it. You you have to really let it go. The only way to be at peace with that hurt is to acknowledge it and to let it go. And number six is don't seek apologies or answers. Do not seek apologies or answers. That man or woman does not want to talk to you. They do not want to respect you and, and give you clarity. And just leave it alone. Let it go. Don't call them. Don't text them. Don't DM them. Don't inbox them. Don't email them trying to figure out why they don't want to talk to you, why they disappeared. Don't try to make them and force them to apologize to you. We are dealing with grown adults. Everyone knows proper etiquette when it comes to communication. People know proper etiquette when it comes to courtship. So. You don't need to try to make someone apologize to you for the fact that they disappeared on you. They know they were wrong. They know that they should treat you better, that they know that they aren't acting as a person of good character. You don't need to force an apology out of them. You don't need them to acknowledge what they've done in order to make you feel better. You you don't need to seek that from them. You know, if they decide to do that on their own, then let them do that on their own, but You don't need to to seek that out from them and make sure that you get validated or that you get your justice in the situation. You know, let that go and, and just give them their space for whatever reason they need it. And you move on and you focus on you. And number seven that actually leads right in to number seven, which is when they resurface, give them a chance to explain themselves. Now, I know you're probably like, what? This person ghosted me. They disappeared. You know, I had to get my mind right. I was really hurt because I thought we were going to be together. I thought we were going to get married. I thought things were going to move forward. You know, I had to heal from that. I had to learn to let it go, you know, and now you're telling me that when they pop up, because more than likely, they will pop back up. If you had a real, like if you actually enjoy conversations with them, nine times out of 10, they will pop back up. Unless you maybe only had one or two conversations and it really went nowhere. But most of the time, if you had you know, had a couple conversations and maybe spent some time together, this person probably will pop up. It might not be in a couple weeks. It might be in a couple months. It might be in a couple years. Who knows? But more than likely, this person will resurface. Um, and when they resurface, the reason why I say to, to allow them to explain themselves is because, one, you've already decided to let it go. You've already let it go. You've already acknowledged your hurt. You've already moved on. You haven't sought the answers, right? So you've given them space to do that. And, you know, you want to give someone the benefit of doubt. Whether, you know, it's true or not, you want to give someone... benefit of doubt so you want to give them a chance to explain themselves maybe they were dealing with some stuff in their personal life that they didn't include you in maybe they were dealing with stuff some stuff at work or you know life just got really chaotic for them that may have very well happened was that the best way to communicate it no but maybe that very well did happen maybe it was really not about their interest in you at all maybe they had some other stuff that they just didn't want to include you in you don't know you don't need to assume that that's what happened, but you, you really don't know. But the only way for you to understand who it is that you're dealing with, the only way for you to um, forgive them is to get closure for yourself. So allow them to explain themselves. You Again, you don't need to demand any apology. You don't need to seek out the answers. But when they resurface, because they probably will, when they resurface, um, let them give you the closure that you need. Let them explain themselves. Let them, you know, apologize if they're doing that on their own. And just, you know, alhamdulillah, like, okay, let it go and forgive. That's not saying that you have to give them a second chance or that you have to get back with them. But, you know, get allow that closure to happen to, for yourself so that you are happy, so that you are at peace, and so that you feel good about the next relationship or courtship or marriage that you enter into. So... That is it for today, guys. Those are the seven tips on how to deal with being ghosted. And You can leave us a comment on YouTube or on Instagram or in an email. You know, let us know, have you experienced ghosting? Have you been the ghoster? If so, you know, drop us a comment. Let us know why. Why did you do that? Like, <laughs> what would make you want to ghost someone? Um, You can also, you know, let us know your experience. How did you move on? How did you heal from it? You know, and if you found this uh, content to be beneficial, make sure that you share it with others, Um, you know, spread the word because this does happen in courtship, you know, even in a Muslim community, even though we like to pretend like certain things don't happen, it definitely happens. Um, And it can be very hurtful and it's not the best way to deal with ending a courtship or any type of relationship because any relationship you know a courtship marriage friendship they're all forms of relationships so once you begin to relate to that person and bond with that person it is a form of a relationship that you've had with them whether it's a serious relationship or not it's still a relationship so make sure that you are handling your relationships with respect with dignity integrity you know and that you're practicing good character in that So as again, as always, make sure that you guys go to our Instagram page at blackmuslimsinglesociety.com. Take advantage of that 2 in 18 offer. Book a consultation to schedule your 30-minute interview and to enroll in a basic profile listing or premium matchmaking with Black Muslim Single Society. And I hope you guys have a wonderful wonderful week and as we're gearing up for 2019 we're going to have some good things coming for you in the new year i'm super excited for that and i wish you all the best as now some of you may be like me and um are unfamiliar with the term ghosting or maybe you just recently started hearing the term ghosting, so you're probably like, What is ghosting? What is that? Or what is that? <laughs> but um ghosting is a term that I became familiar with maybe within the last year or two, I would say, probably about the last two years. Um Really digging into you know the relationship industry and the matchmaking industry, and hearing the term ghosting or being ghosted um, used quite often, and it is actually has become something that is more common than you may even realize. Um, you know, historically, if you want to use that term, you know, we would just say the person never called back. You never heard from the person again. They kind of just disappeared. But that's basically for those of you who aren't familiar with the term ghosting, what ghosting is. Ghosting is essentially when someone turns into a ghost on you. You know, you don't see them anymore. They just totally disappear. They stop calling. And this is something, like I said, that's becoming more common, which is really unfortunate because it shows a uh, depletion in our social skills and our ability to communicate as people, you know, that could be due to. Um, using social media and other forms of communication where we're behind our computers or in our phones most of the time. We don't have as many interpersonal skills as we may have had some years ago. But with the depletion of that has become, has come a um, increase of ghosting, narcissism, and a lot of other really ugly social characteristics. So I wanted to talk to you guys today about how to deal with ghosting. You know, if you are the ghoster, you are a person who you decide that you're no longer interested or maybe you have some stuff going on in your life that you don't know how to communicate that, then you just stop calling the person. You just stop talking to the person. You just stop texting the person with no real explanation of what occurred. Um, You know, if you are that person, I would highly suggest for you to stop that behavior. Just stop that behavior. It's a really ugly and immature behavior. You know, a lot of times the confusion happens and the hurt occurs um, when it comes to ghosting is because typically it comes out of the blue. Is usually when there's a breakdown of communication or a breakdown in the relationship or the courtship, um, you know that. So you have an idea of why this person is not talking to you or why this person is not responding to your text messages. But with ghosting, what makes it so devastating to many men and women is The fact that usually it occurs out of the blue when you're having a good time with this person, you've had good conversations, good communication with this person. Maybe you've even had the pleasure of being able to spend some time around that person and you thought everything was going well. Then all of a sudden this person just disappears. They stop calling. They stop texting. They stop responding to your text and you never had any explanation of what went down you know what happened did something happen in their personal life did they just decide that they weren't interested did they move on to someone else it just leaves so many questions but strikes up so many insecurities and like I said that's very traumatic and very devastating and for some people that leaves such a scar and such a bad taste that they no longer want to pursue courtship with anyone else they no longer um, want to you know open themselves up to knowing someone because they're dealing with the devastation of that breakdown And we're going to tap into what exactly is devastating about that even more. But, you know, if you are that person who just decides to just stop communicating with someone because you find it easier than telling them the real reason why you don't want to talk to them or the real reason why you don't want to continue pursuing things with them. um, I'm going to ask you to, you know, grow up a little bit, (laughs) you know, and, and deal with, that problem, because if you're having trouble communicating your real feelings, or you know, dealing with the complexity of um, conflict or hardships, if you're having trouble with that now in courtship, or even before it's officially a courtship, if you're having trouble doing that, then you're going to have trouble doing that in a marriage too. And it's only going to be worse if you are actually married to someone and you can't actually deal with conflict and communicate your issues and your problems or let them know what's really going on in your life. Or maybe if you're dealing with a lot of stress from work or family and you just totally shut down and shut that person out and that'll hurt your spouse as well. So I would highly suggest that you seek some type of help um, to understand whether that, that could be, you know, formal or informal help, um, to understand how to better communicate, you know, if you're no longer interested or letting that person know just so that person can have that closure. Cause it's just, it's just the right thing to do. And I know some of you are thinking Muslims ghosting, Muslims don't ghost people. Cause we have enough morale and <laughs> good character to not do something like that to someone. But, uh, yeah, it happens. So, <laughs> Um, make sure that you are still conducting yourself with great morality and you know the utmost character that you can present, and that you treat someone with kindness and how you want to be respected and treated. So here we go. So seven seven tips for dealing with ghosting. So you did get ghosted, right? You really liked this person, you had a great time with them, or you've been having great communication and conversations with them, you thought everything was going well, you thought things were going forward, you were super excited about them, and all of a sudden this person has just disappeared out of your life, no explanation, no phone call, they're not answering your text message, they're not answering your calls, they're, or let's say they're, all of a sudden they're busy, they're busy, they're busy, they're not letting you know what's really going on, and you just know that this person is just fading from your life what to do. So the first thing that I want to share with you is that you need to understand that this is not about you. Okay. It's not about you and that they may be dealing with some emotional immaturity, maybe some immaturity around communication, but Their intention to ghost you and to disappear on you and to not really let you know what's really going on, whether it's about you or something in their personal life, how they decide to communicate that is not about you. It's solely about them. Okay, so it's important to not take that personal and it's hard not to take it personal because this is impacting you and you're a person, right? So how can you not take it personally? But you're going to have to push yourself to not take it personally because how someone else communicates usually comes from their past history. It could come from their childhood. It comes from their past experiences. It didn't just show up because of you. You know, their. Community or um, community, their ability or inability to communicate certain things, whether they're good things or bad things, did not just occur when you arrived in their life. You know, these things happen over time and communication habits are developed over time and they're broken over time. So you have to first understand in order to take some of that weight off of your shoulder, some of that pressure, some of that stress and devastation is to understand that it's really not about you. This is about them. Okay. number two. The second thing that I want you to understand is that your hurt is built around the fantasy of that person and what it could have been. And really think about that for a moment. Typically, when you are ghosted by someone, um, typically, not always, but most of the time when you're ghosted by someone, it's someone that you haven't really built a deep relationship with. You haven't built um, a deep understanding. You might think that you have. You may have thought that you bonded well, or that you felt really good about this person and you may have thought that you had a great connection with this person. Like I said, maybe you've spent time with them and you felt like, you know, wow, like this is awesome. It's amazing. You know, I can totally see myself in a relationship with this person. I can totally see myself married to this person or in love with this person. Maybe you're thinking so far down the line and you're like, we would make beautiful babies and this would be so awesome. And right. You're all wrapped up into the fantasy of what it could be with that person or the fantasy of who you think that person is. But clearly, this person of high character, this husband or wife material that you thought this person was, once they decide to ghost you, you realize that who you thought they were or who you thought they could be just wasn't that. Maybe you fantasized about the relationship and the connection being a lot deeper than it actually was. Maybe it meant a lot to you. Maybe you've really felt connected to them. And really into them. But clearly they didn't feel that same way about you. And that's okay. It's okay. They're not entitled to. You know, you're know, you not entitled to their love. And to their devotion. And to their interest. You're just not. You know? But for whatever reason. This person didn't feel as connected to you. They may have enjoyed the moments you shared. But for them it may not have been as deep for on their end as it was on your end. So you have to acknowledge the fact that, you know, part of the reason why that ghosting occurred was because you have a fantasy image of who they are and what it could have been, and that they just weren't there. They they didn't feel the same way. They didn't see you the same way, or else they would give you a lot more love, respect, and consideration. And that's a hard pill to swallow. It's a hard pill to swallow. I know it probably hurts that you, you know, got so ahead of yourself and now you want to put up your guard and, like, you know, I'm going to take my time. I'm not going to do this next time. I'm not going to do that. And some of that may be true. Maybe next time you do need to proceed with a little bit more caution and to give it a little bit more time to make sure that this person is showing up for you the way that you want to show up for them. But don't let that jade you. Don't let that, you know, ruin your chances of love in the future because you got a little bit ahead of yourself or because you thought that it was more to the picture than what it was. It happens. Sometimes people fake it till you make it. And that just goes right back to number one, that it's not about you. This is about them. When someone communicates in that type of way, it's really about them. It has nothing to do with you. Um, Number three, you want to acknowledge the hurt, right? It's okay to be hurt. It's okay to be upset. You know, you can call your girlfriends or your guy friends or talk to someone who you're close to and let them know, wow, like that really hurt me. It bothered me. You're allowed to heal from that hurt. You know, you don't have to jump right into the next situation. You can acknowledge the fact that that really hurt you. Take some time to to, to really soak in that And take in and deal with it. Cry it out if you have to. I'm a big crier. You might not think that. I am a huge, I will cry at the drop of a dime. So (laughs) if you need to cry your feelings out, if you need to let it out, just go ahead and let it out. You know, journal it out. Whatever it is that you need to do to acknowledge the fact that that person hurt you and that, you know, it doesn't feel good and and that it really bothers you. And it's okay to be hurt. You don't have to soldier on. You don't have to act like it never happened. You're allowed to be hurt by that and give yourself time to heal from it. Like that's perfectly okay. And it's normal. Healing is a part of life. It's a natural part of life. Number four, refocus on yourself. Refocus on yourself. And this goes back to the three M's. The three M's that I love and that I actually implement in my life on a regular basis, which is mindfulness, meditation, and movement. Mindfulness, med- meditation, and movement. So, you know, focus on your mindfulness, focus on your mental state, right? Your clarity, you know, getting your, your mental state really, you know, strong and clear and um, you can do that through meditation, which is something that I do on the daily basis. I have to meditate every morning, um, sometimes throughout the day as well. But do some meditation. Focus on clearing your thoughts. You know, when those moments of anxiety or hurt or, or um, sadness come to you, you know, spend some time getting your mind together. Spend some time in meditation. And the last thing was movement, you know go get out into the world work out dance you know do something that makes your body feel good when you when you're treating your body that way when you're in that, that flowing state of movement, movement, it's a lot easier for you to refocus your mind and to get your yourself feeling good about what's going on in your life and refocusing on yourself. Put that focus back on yourself and take the focus off of them. A lot of times when you experience ghosting, you really dwell in that and dwell on what that person has done and you feel really miserable. But some of the reason why you're so hurt when that person disappeared may have been because you were really... wrapped up into that person as well and you are really wrapped up into the fantasy and the idea of them so you want to refocus and put that attention back on you number five is to learn to let it go let it go this person is gone this person did not respect you they did not care you know let it go forgive them forgive the situation and be at peace with it don't walk around bitter because of it, don't walk around angry towards them, you know, just let it go. Whatever they had going on in their life or inside their heart or inside their mind that made them move that way, just let it go. You know, you don't need to uh, walk around with that burden uh, and, and, and continuing to think about it, continuing to fear that happening again, wondering, you know, what's going on or why they did it. You, you have to really let it go. The only way to be at peace with that hurt is to acknowledge it and to let it go. And number six is don't seek apologies or answers. Do not seek apologies or answers. That man or woman does not want to talk to you. They do not want to respect you and and give you clarity and just leave it alone. Let it go. Don't call them. Don't text them. Don't DM them. Don't inbox them. Don't email them trying to figure out why they don't want to talk to you, why they disappeared. Don't try to make them and force them to apologize to you. We are dealing with grown adults. Everyone knows proper etiquette when it comes to communication. People know proper etiquette when it comes to courtship. So you don't need to try to make someone apologize to you for the fact that they disappeared. on you. They know they were wrong. They know that they should treat you better, that they know that they aren't acting as a person of good character. You don't need to force an apology out of them. You don't need them to acknowledge what they've done in order to make you feel better. You, you don't need to seek that from them. You know, if they decide to do that on their own, then let them do that on their own. But you don't need to, to seek that out from them and make sure that you get validated or that you get your justice in the situation. You know, let that go and, and just give them their space for whatever reason they need it and you move on and you focus on you. And number seven, that actually leads right in to number seven, which is when they resurface, give them a chance to explain themselves. Now, I know you're probably like, what? This person ghosted me. They disappeared. You know, I had to get my mind right. I was really hurt because I thought we were going to be together. I thought we were going to get married. I thought things were going to move forward. You know, I had to heal from that. I had to learn to let it go, you know? And now you're telling me that when they pop up, because more than likely, they will pop back up. If you had a real, like, if you actually enjoy conversations with them, nine times out of 10, they will pop back up. Unless you maybe only had one or two conversations and it really went nowhere. But most of the time, if you had you know, had a couple conversations or maybe spent some time together, this person probably will pop up. It might not be in a couple weeks. It might be in a couple months. It might be in a couple years. Who knows? But more than likely, this person will resurface. Um, and when they resurface, the reason why I say to, to allow them to explain themselves is because, one, you've already decided to let it go. You've already let it go. You've already acknowledged your hurt. You've already moved on. You haven't sought the answers, right? So you've given them space to do that. And, you know, you want to give someone the benefit of doubt. Whether, you know, it's true or not, you want to give someone the benefit of doubt. So you want to give them a chance to explain themselves. Maybe they were dealing with some stuff in their personal life that they didn't include you in. Maybe they were dealing with stuff, some stuff at work or, you know, life just got really chaotic for them. That may have very well happened. Was that the best way to communicate it? No. But maybe that very well did happen. Maybe it was really not about their interest in you at all. Maybe they had some other stuff that they just didn't want to include you in. You don't know. You don't need to assume that that's what happened, but you you really don't know. But the only way for you to understand who it is that you're dealing with, the only way for you to um, forgive them is to get closure for yourself. So allow them to explain themselves. You Again, you don't need to demand any apology. You don't need to seek out the answers. But when they resurface, because they probably will, when they resurface, um, let them give you the closure that you need. Let them explain themselves. Let them, you know, apologize if they're doing that on their own and just, you know, alhamdulillah, like, okay, let it go and forgive. That's not saying that you have to give them a second chance or that you have to get back with them, but you know, get allow that closure to happen to, for yourself so that you are happy, so that you are at peace and so that you feel good about the next relationship or courtship or marriage that you enter into. So. That is it for today, guys. Those are the seven tips on how to deal with being ghosted. And You can leave us a comment on YouTube or on Instagram or in the email. You know, let us know, have you experienced ghosting? Have you been the ghoster? If so, you know, drop us a comment. Let us know why. Why did you do that? Like, <laughs> what would make you want to ghost someone? Um, You can also, you know, let us know your experience. How did you move on? How did you heal from it? You know, and if you found this uh, content to be beneficial, make sure that you share it with others, Um, you know, spread the word because this does happen in courtship, you know, even in a Muslim community, even though we like to pretend like certain things don't happen, it definitely happens. Um, And it can be very hurtful and it's not the best way to deal with ending a courtship or any type of relationship. Because any relationship, you know, a courtship, marriage, friendship, they're all forms of relationships. So once you begin to relate to that person and bond with that person, it is a form of a relationship that you've had with them. Whether it's a serious relationship or not, it's still a relationship. So make sure that you are handling your relationships with respect, with dignity, integrity, you know, and that you're practicing good character in that. So as again, as always, make sure that you guys go to our Instagram page at BlackMuslimSingleSociety.com. Take advantage of that 2 in 18 offer. Book a consultation to schedule your 30-minute interview and to enroll in a basic profile listing or premium matchmaking with Black Muslim Single Society. And I hope you guys had a wonderful wonderful week. And as we're gearing up for 2019, we're going to have some good things coming for you in the new year. I'm super excited for that. And I wish you all the best. Assalamualaikum.